Welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, teen culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Welcome to episode one, my very first podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited to share with you because I'm very passionate about what I'm talking about. And that is people need to be the priority in every space. It's also linked to why you're a leader in every space, your classroom, your boardroom, maybe your living room, in every organization that you're a part of, in every space that people are in your circle of influence, you have the opportunity to lead. So the hope with this podcast is one, to help you flip your focus to making people the priority and making sure that the outcome we wanted to accomplish is accomplished. And we forget that the people helping us accomplish that, the people creating the output, the people on that journey with us need to be the priority and we will get there faster and we will do better. So that is my hope. It's my hope as a leadership coach. That's my hope as a team culture consultant. And it's for sure my hope as an inspirational speaker is that I help people in that space. That means that in this podcast, we are going to look through the lens of communication, connection, and confidence. And because being a coach is for sure where my heart is, we're going to start with the lens of self. Everything has a piece of what do I bring to the table? How am I communicating with my own head and heart? How am I leading with confidence? How am I connecting with where I am? So before I can even link to others, before I can influence my circle of influence, I have to take care of me. So I'm hoping to be able to throw together pieces of self, pieces of others in communication, connection, and confidence. But before we dig any deeper into the people priority and the three C's, I just want to share a little bit about me. My name is Julie Schneers, and I am married to a farmer, and we have two kids. My daughter's name is Brindley, and she is in fifth grade and tall, just like me. Uh, yes, I'm tall. I know you don't see me and you just hear my voice, but I am I'm very tall and I was always bad at athletics. So that's a fun thing about me. Uh, and then I have my son who is in second grade and my kids are super fun. They're super involved. So of course I'm balancing life and work and family, just like a lot of you. And um, I was a speech and debate coach at a high school for 13 years and I loved every single second of it even the hard times. I'm often reminded by dear friends and my husband that I did not love all of it. And it's just like having a baby. You forget the things that you hated about it. But I did have some of the most incredible experiences. I have some of the most wonderful memories of coaching in that time. When I left the classroom, we had 120 kids on our team. Uh, we had state and national champions in different events and leaders that were working all over the, the world, which is just a cool thing about being a teacher, is watching your kids have these incredible moments, whether it's success with a friendship in the classroom or success in the competition realm. But not only that, to graduate and go off and do cool things in your life. Like there's just so many rewarding pieces to being a teacher. And I'll tell you what made me leave the classroom is not that I 
was done with being a teacher. Matter of fact, I still miss being a teacher. I miss my kids. I miss competition. I miss those relationships. What pushed me out of the classroom was this heart piece that was being created in me by the kids that I once coached who are now sitting in this leadership realm and working in all kinds of different spaces. I mean, all kinds, because I, I coach debate, I coach speaking, I coach interp. So I've got kids who are doing all kinds of things all over the nation. But for three years in a row, had kids come back and say, I am not enjoying the people in my space. And I wish you could come in and work with our team because I miss the way it felt to be on a team together. Or I really struggle with my leader because they don't appreciate me at all. Matter of fact, I had one ex-student tell me, I have not felt smart since I left your classroom. And he was an incredible debater. So then you're thinking, what in the world? Because that kid didn't change. His environment changed, right? And when you've had that happen for three years in a row, and I've had different kids say, man, why don't you come work in our space? And then doors started opening. And to be honest, I am a, I'm a woman of faith. And I just felt like God was pushing me in this space. And I knew if I didn't try it, I would always wonder what if. So I stepped out of the classroom and into the role of speaking and consulting. And I finished my master's in executive coaching and consulting. So now I do leadership coaching. I, I love every single one of those elements as much as I loved coaching. So even though I miss the classroom and I miss kids, I really love what I get to do now. And that's helping leaders see their people and helping people feel seen and heard by their leaders and creating a team culture that people wanna work together in by making people the priority, right? So that's what I get to do now. That's kind of how I got here. And I work with organizations and school districts all over the nation of all shapes and sizes. I worked with really big companies, hospital systems, fast food, education, nursing organizations. Like I've worked with all kinds. And the tie that binds in all of those spaces is people. So that's what I get to do. I get to work with people. Uh, but the goal of this podcast um, is, is to help you no matter who you work with and no matter what you do. I'm hoping that I can bring really cool messages and reminders and challenges and interviews in the realm of my three C's, communication, connection, and confidence, because I truly believe that at the heart of every successful team is strong communication, strong ability to build relationships and connect, which creates this incredible confidence in all of us, in us as a leader, but in our people in us as a leader and in our people as they are working in our space, right? Communication, connection, confidence, building leaders in every aspect because we are all leaders in some form or fashion. I hope that what we can do in this space together is think about how can I be stronger and better and what can I do to grow myself and my team? Because right now, the reason I get hired the most is because people are struggling with team culture. People are asking me, how do I retain my people? How do I recruit better? How do I make this generation gap that I'm seeing in the office disappear? How do I get us all on the same page? And that just boils down to your team culture, right? So I do a lot of creating focus and, and thinking about how do we think about each other? 
because that's what I did as a coach, as a high school coach. Isn't that funny? I've learned that everything that I did in that world translates again, because we're all just people. And the other reality is every single story that I can tell you from a teacher perspective, every single type of student that I worked with, they grew up and brought what I knew and learned about them to your workspace, right? And, and you're still working with that person that I was working with. It just might look a little bit different. And the truth is, if we don't get to know each other, if we don't communicate well, if we don't build those relationships and connect well, we're not going to be able to be our best self in any space. Bringing value to what you do might mean that you have to flip your focus. And I get to talk about, and I hope to bring that to this podcast, how can we flip our focus? We're a box checking, to-do list making, output driven society. It's just a reality. And in the education world, that was a truth for us too. We were very driven on results. We were very driven on test scores. And one of my big preaches as an educator was, if we cared as much about our mental health scores as we did our star scores, we would have had interventions all over the state, right? There's just more about the person sitting in front of us that we have to care about. Matter of fact, one of my very first trainings was with the school district and I had this teacher stand up and he said in the middle of my talk, and I'm talking about relationships and I'm talking about how important building these relationships with our kids are. And he said, my job is to teach history not build relationships with my students. As an educator, I disagree. We all have our mindset on how that should look, but the reality is your kids can go on YouTube and they can learn that same history lesson that you're teaching them. So jokes on you if you think that that is the staple piece of what you were there to do. Yes, you are to be a history teacher and you're hired in that discipline and you had to be educated in that discipline. But if you're forgetting that the person sitting in front of you matters more than the objectives that you've put on the board, you're failing. And that translates outside of education because the same happens outside of education as it does in the classroom. And that is, if I'm more worried about my history lesson, the chances of me missing that this kid is struggling for maybe a reason that has nothing to do with the history lesson. And I'm going to have to end up reteaching because they failed what I was trying to teach them because I missed that they needed something different from me in that moment. And I know variety of students and you're having to mix and match. And I, I know all these things, believe me, but hear me say you would have less of a reteach if you stopped and focused on the people in the seats in your classrooms, just like in business, you're going to have to rehire less and retrain less and, and redo things that are not done correctly less if you take the time to get to know your people because they'll want to be a part of your team and they'll want to be invested in your team. So one of the things that I, I want you to do right now is I want you to think about what is really important to you in your space. So maybe you're a teacher Maybe you're a, a business leader. Maybe you're a small business owner. At maybe you're a young entrepreneur. Maybe you're a student and you're just involved in things in your high school classroom, right? 
wherever you are, whatever space that is, I want you to think about what's important to you and how you want to be remembered. What kind of leader are you? What do you offer your circle of influence that makes you incredibly, wonderfully unique? And I want you to look at your space and I want you to also ask yourself, what is an area I can grow in? Maybe that means that I'm sitting down and assessing what my strengths and weaknesses are. Maybe I am looking at my space from an outside perspective instead of my personal opinions on my space. I'm just like taking a second and doing a bird's eye view, right? From an outsider looking in, what are the strengths and weaknesses of my circle of influence or the team that I'm leading? And then looking at my weaknesses, how can I help grow them? How can I help grow me? These goal setting ideas, that goal setting mentality, that's where magic is made. And we get so busy in checking the boxes. We get so busy in making sure that the output is what it is supposed to be and that the scores are as high as they're supposed to be, which I know are all important parts. I'm not uh, disregarding that. But we get so caught up in that that sometimes we forget to stop and take a second and ask ourselves, where do we want to grow? Where do I need to grow? Or more importantly, ask others, where do I need to grow? So I'm challenging you today as we flip our focus and we are thinking through the space that we lead, that we're thinking about what kind of leader we are. We're thinking about our space and we're thinking about who we want to be in that space and what our space might need. Not in a defensive way, but in a, I want to be my best self, which might mean that I'm growing way. One of the cool things about growth, which I hope that we do a little bit of every single week, is that growth is going to mean there's change. And, and if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So if growth is a goal and growth is something that I want to do and growth is something that I want to aspire to be better at, I am noting that growth means there's going to be some change. Well, here's the next piece. Change means there's probably going to be some loss. You're going to have a little bit of loss, whether it's in time or in how comfortable I was with the way things were, or in having to delegate something that I might not want to delegate, but I just have too much on my plate. It just means that there's going to be a loss and loss is going to be painful. It might be to you. It might be to someone on your team, but pain is required for there to be growth. Growth equals pain because growth Change, change, loss, loss, pain, pain, growth. So as we are goal setting for growth, hopefully every single week, because every single week I want to give you a challenge at the end of the podcast, just like I kind of have done with you now and looking at your space and looking at yourself and just noting that growth could mean that it's a little bit painful because you're making changes, but making changes can be a beautiful thing. And I hope that as we deep dive into communication and connection and confidence, that you're thinking about ways you can flip your focus and you're thinking about ways that you can be your best self for the people in your space. I hope that this new 
people priority podcast turns into something that can be helpful to people because I am a helper and I, I love making sure that I am being beneficial for the people in my space. And I love feeling like I can make an impact. And my goal is to just be there for others. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh, communication, connection, confidence, I have a question about one of those. I have a an idea that I would like her to spend some time on. I would love for you to email me. My email is info at julieschneers.com. That's J-U-L-I-E-S-C-H-N-I-E-R-S.com. Because uh, I'd love to hear from you. Communication, connection, confidence. It's my bread and butter. It is my passion piece. And it's going to be the goal of the People Priority Podcast. So today, thank you for listening. Thank you for starting this off with me. And thank you for just supporting me. And as I'm signing off on this very first podcast, I want to share with you one of my very favorite quotes. It's from Maya Angelou. She says, I've learned that people will forget what you said and people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So this week, as you're looking at your leadership style and the space that you lead, your circle of influence. You're thinking about opportunity for growth and goals and your strengths and your weaknesses. Think about how you make your people feel. All right. Thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast. They don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. All right, I'll see you next week.